Hi, I'm Michael. And I'm John. And we are... Brothers on a Tangent. Two brothers from Utah that decided to start a podcast together. And what do we talk about? Anything we want. Yeah! Would you like to share the exciting announcement? This is part two of the debate night, and we had discussed in that episode Snickers with nacho cheese. Yes, somehow that came up. Uh, Weird combinations is what it was. Snickers with nacho cheese. So... In between recording the last episode and beginning the recording on this episode, John drove on over to the gas station. He got us some Snickers and some nacho cheese, and we're gonna go ahead and uh, give it give it a go. Give it a whirl. See what see see whether or not this is something that actually is, or if it's just terrible. Okay, so uh, here's here's the Snickers wrapper. Can you can you hear it? I hope you could hear it. Probably can. Oh, man. I'm so nervous about this. If this... Okay. Actually, if you guys enjoy this, we might make this a regular segment where we'll just eat your weird food combination (laughs) suggestions. Probably not that exciting because this is an audio format. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Get the lid off the nacho cheese. I like how Mm. the nacho cheese is still warm. Yes. I feel like that's That's really going to help. Yeah. That's the whole point is it needs to be warm. Warm. I mean, nobody likes cold nacho cheese. Yeah. All right. Here goes the dip. Oh, you got a lot on there. Yeah, I, I put I put quite wow. a bit on okay, there. Hold on, I'm let ready. Get, I'm let ready me, to. Let me get some more. Balls deep, my friend. All right. Okay, we ready? You ready? Here comes the bite. Hmm. I forget how sticky Snickers are. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm having a problem with right now. Hold on. Mhm. All right. Now that the bar is open, mm-hmm. I want to take another bite in the nacho cheese because I feel like I got way too much chocolate on that first bite. Same here. It's not bad. No, it's not. I mean, it's not anything to write home about. Mm-mm. It's not something I would get specifically to get this. Yeah. I'll keep eating it, though. Me too. Oh, okay. So I did it a little bit differently that time. Okay. I got a little more cheese and took a smaller bite off the Snickers bar. Okay. And that creates a really good combination, actually. Yeah? More cheese, less Snickers mm-hmm. turned out really well. I think this is the weirdest thing we've done on this podcast so far. Probably. It's actually really good though. I'm surprised. Yeah, that ain't bad. You just you just got the other part of the Snickers. You're going at it for for more. Uh huh. Wow. It's it's definitely something. Uh huh. I the circumstances if I have Snickers and nacho cheese left over. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know. Find yourself in a situation where the fridge is empty. All you've got is some Snickers and some nacho cheese. You can have yourself a pretty good little snack. Uh mm-hmm. huh. That ain't bad. No. Our studio audience is looking at us like we're insane, but... Yeah, she's amused but not pleased over there. Would you like a bite, Libby? Yes. Yes? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no. Like I said, it it was not bad. Not going to be something that I get just to have, but yeah, uh, it's a good snack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right? She takes a bite and the reaction. She's got a, a weird smirk cheese. on her face. Oh, she's going for another bite. It must not be that bad. She's confused. Like she likes it and she didn't expect to. That's what she said. She Okay, so she says the cheese isn't cheesy enough to really make any sort of difference. Well, there you have it, folks. Nacho cheese just makes a Snickers creamy. Well, that was quite the adventure. Quite uh, the recap. Thank you for indulging us in that. Yeah, good recap. Is there anything else we needed to recap, John? You forgot to mention something on the potato one. What did I forget to mention? 
stewed potatoes. That's You've right. That's right. I potatoes. mentioned I mentioned after we stopped recording that I forgot to mention stewed potatoes because stewed potatoes are delicious. Right? Like cook them like in a crock pot with a roast, right? Oh. Carrots and onions and mushrooms in it there too. Those potatoes are phenomenal. I don't know that they make my top 3 still, but honorable mention. Definitely an honorable mention. Stewed potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick, stick them, them in a stew. stew. All right. So, uh, of course back you wouldn't to get that reference. What? Libby doesn't know that reference. No, it's on our it's on our to watch list. She hasn't seen the Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, and it's on our to watch list. I mean, Star Wars is nothing to write home about. Yeah, but Star Wars is nothing. No, he'll edit this out. Star Wars no, I is won't. nothing. Star Wars is nothing to write home about. But Lord of the Rings is Lord is of, really I'm, good. Star Wars has its moments. Yes. But Lord of the Rings is a moment. The mm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Too, too, too fantasy? And yeah, she enjoys Star Trek. Pseudoscience is just a, a fancy word of we, you, we make up words to make it sound science-y. It's still a fantasy thing. We're moving on In from this worlds. conversation. All right, all anyway, right. I believe it's my turn to ask. I actually think you're right. I'm pretty sure I'm the one that suggest or ask the best potato form okay so this one comes from alex who as a reminder from last one biggest fan of the podcast huge supporter huge supporter fantastic she asked what animal makes the best pet okay so in my opinion the best pet is a pet that brings joy without bringing frustration Okay, those those that's a very difficult kind of animal to find because any animal will frustrate you at some point. Right. My dogs are frustrating me so bad. I love them. They bring me joy, but they are very frustrating. So my answer to this question has to be something that lives like in an aquarium or a terrarium. Right. Yes. Something that. I'm not going to have to clean up their poop every other day because my dogs, I mean, because they don't know how to freaking go outside when I take them outside. (sighs) Sorry, I'm getting frustrated with my dogs. I I love them dearly. Uh They're very frustrating. They're so difficult to maintain training. Anyways, I mean, obviously, like with a terrarium or an aquarium, you do need to be cleaning it regularly. Yes. Right? Definitely don't neglect that. Yes. But... I'm not going to come home and step in a pile of shit. Yeah. So that, to me, I think fish make a good one. I wouldn't mind having a lizard. I think a lizard would be cool. Lizards would be cool. I don't know if I'd want a snake. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Snakes are cool. Snakes are cool. There are some really pretty snakes out there. Like, I love going somewhere and seeing someone else's snakes. That's cool. Yeah. Like, when AJ had a snake... That was cool, because I could see the snake. I watched the snake eat. Cool. I don't have to worry about anything else. Right. It looks cool. Right. Exactly. Another- Snakes are pretty. I don't know that I'd want a snake. I could yes. go with. I could go for a lizard, which actually, and I think I mentioned this uh, when we talked about the tarantula that I had. Animals that eat crickets are really fun because in- instead of just getting one pet, you get like fifty pets, and and forty nine of those are just food. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to lie, crickets are kind of fun to watch. Maybe I should just get a pet cricket. 
I think that's a good idea. Maybe I should just get a pet cricket. Just go to PetSmart or whatnot and be like, yeah, can I get a single large cricket? Yeah, they're only like 12 cents each. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's pretty cheap, you know? And they don't need that big of an environment, I don't think. Actually, you know what pet I really want? What's that? Snails. Ooh. Snails are so cute. They're so, so cute. And I I just, I feel like a, that's it. That's my answer. A snail makes the best pet. What Can about you, you John? Up? As you chow down on a cupcake, mm-hmm. would you like to dip that in some nacho cheese? No, it's a, it's a lemon cupcake. It's good by itself. <laughs> Plus, I, uh, I already finished my cheese. Anyway, I enjoy my pet. I enjoy my dog. I love my dog. I adore my dog. My biggest issue is life, not being able to be with my dog. Right, the fact that you have to actually, like, go to work and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm on the same boat as you. Something with a little less maintenance would works really well Mm -hmm. in in, in a broad term because there was the fish that I mentioned. Peter Parker. Peter Parker that was alive for the longest time, longest living fish, and then one day it was dead. Right. Yeah, you know, just something that, you know, you you don't have to actually participate with all the time. Sorry, I have cupcake in my throat. Yeah, I noticed. I think when it comes down to best pet, it depends on the person, what interests them. Okay. What's the best pet for you? Fish seems like a really good answer. Okay. Nothing too fancy of a fish, though. Oh, yeah. You can get get some really complicated fish. There's a lot of fish out there where, like... Mm -hmm. Uh, well, okay. I, I guess generally with any fish, like you're gonna have to watch like the temperature and the pH levels and yeah, and all of that. And I I feel like they can get really complicated really fast. Yes. I don't know though. I've never actually owned a fish that wasn't like a betta fish. A what? Betta fish. Betta. Do you mean beta? Betta. Do you mean beta? Betta. Because it's better than the other fish. Motherfucker. And that itself was a joke because he's a dad. Yep. Okay. Oh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Thank you. I'll be here uh, until this is done. Yep. Okay. So. Uh, so. So you're going with fish. You think a fish would be the best pet for you? Uh huh. Cool. All right. Uh, so there's there's the answer to that. Uh, I say snails. John says fish. Actually, you know what? You know what other animals I really want? I want a chicken. I w- or not a chicken. I want chickens. If I I enjoy chickens. If I get a house with a big enough backyard, a you're damn chicken right. Coop. I'm putting a chicken coop in there. I miss having fresh eggs. Oh, and bees. I want a beehive. Okay, so bees be <sighs> Bees are a lot. A lot. And they take a lot of maintenance and whatnot. So, so I, I, I personally w- wouldn't want bees. So I, I disagree. Okay. I do think they take a lot of preparation. And yes. then after that, it's a biweekly checkup to make sure that the queen's laying eggs and that they're producing enough honey and making sure you don't need to put any more levels on the hive, that sort of thing. Yeah. But... Yeah, once once you've got all of the initial preparation for a beehive out of the way, it, they're fairly easy maintenance. Okay, yeah, you got a point there. Right? And then come harvesting time, I mean, that that is a lot of work. Yes. But worth it because then I can make mead 
out of my own honey. Out of your own honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we've mentioned that on the podcast. That that is one of my hobbies. I do make my own homemade mead. For those of you that don't know what mead is, it is alcohol made from honey. Uh, a lot of people will say honey wine. I take issue with that because it is not wine, even if it's taxed as wine. Wine is made from fruit. Mead is made from honey. It's kind of like the term in um, the Stormlight Archive books where everything is wine, but there's different types of wine. Yes, for our small sliver of fans, which are also Stormlight fans. <laughs> yes, everything, yeah. in the, everything, every type of alcohol in that book is considered wine. And even juice is considered wine. It's yes. just considered non-alcoholic. non-alcoholic wine. Yep, I make mead. So I think it would be so dope to be able to make mead out of my own honey from my own yeah. hive. Yeah. So bees are another one. I would not say that they're the best pet, but I would no. say that they're up there in the pets that I want. Yeah, no, I I, I miss fresh eggs. I miss... Oh, yeah, fresh eggs. Miss, fresh eggs are good. I mean, I miss a lot of some of some, the fresh veggies, too, you know? Fresh veggies... I would like to have a vegetable garden at some point. Yeah. But I I don't know that I would be good at it. I'm not good uh-huh. at keeping plants alive. So this year, um, ah, so you're you got you got mom's talent with plants, don't you? A little bit. This year actually though, I did keep jalapeno plants long and alive long enough to get jalapenos. However, we had an aphid infestation and all of those jalapenos are super soft and I don't trust any of them, so I'm not going to eat any of them. Oh man. Yeah. Well, we so we notice the um, aphid infestation because jalapenos come from, you know, the south, right? Yes. Where they have a longer growing season than we have here in Utah. Yes. By the time it was getting to be too cold outside for the plants to survive, I still did not have any fully developed jalapenos. So I brought them inside, right? Okay. And that's when we noticed the aphids on them. Because I was pruning everything on, I was pruning all of the buds and everything that hadn't already started to fruit, uh-huh. so that the plant could just focus on the jalapenos that it had already produced. And as I'm pruning, I'm noticing all of these little aphids all over my jalapeno plants. Oh man! Yeah, and so none of my jalapenos turned out good enough to try and actually eat, which is unfortunate. But I did keep them alive long enough to actually produce jalapenos. Yay! Yay! So I would I would eventually like a vegetable garden, but I don't know how well I would do it actually gardening. Makes sense. Makes so sense. Yeah. Maybe the best kind of plant or the best kind of pet is a plant. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 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 Oh, it's my turn to ask a question. Okay, next question on our list. Oh boy, this is a biggie. This is a biggie. Okay, so this question comes to us from our cousin Kylie. Uh, she, well, she's married to our cousin Zach. They have two beautiful children together. Obviously, having young children, they listen to a lot of children's songs, just like me and my wife do. So, the question is, there is a song, Old MacDonald Had a Farm. Or no, 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 not that song. Sorry. There was a farmer had a dog and Bingo was his name right? So the question is, is Bingo the name of the dog or the farmer? So knee-jerk reaction, I would say dog. I would say dog because it's all like there was a farmer who had a dog and Bingo was his name Right. 
it, it sounds and implies the dog's name is Bingo. The farmer had a dog, and Bingo was his name Right. But at the same time, with the f- phrasing, the farmer could also be Bingo. However, if there was a farmer named Bingo, that would be ridiculous. Makes more sense to have a dog named Bingo. So I think it's the dog. So you think that the dog is named Bingo? Yes, I think the dog's name is Bingo. Okay, so I'm going to have to agree with you here, and I'm going to kind of break apart the sentence structure to support my argument here. Okay, I'm not, I've never, I, English is not my strong subject, so. Nope, that's okay. That's okay. I got you here, bro. So, the phrasing goes the farmer had a dog, and Bingo was his name right? Now, the farmer implies that we refer to the farmer as the farmer. Yes. A dog implies that there is a dog that exists, which we can refer to somehow else, some way else. Okay. I believe our audience has a question or a statement. A farmer and a dog. (gasps) Okay, so our audience member looked up the lyrics. Apparently the lyrics are, a farmer had a dog. There, there was a farmer who had a dog. Oh my God, you're right. I've been thinking about this all wrong. Now I don't know. Okay. There was a farmer had a dog and Bingo was his name. That's why I couldn't get the tune to stick in my head. Okay. There was a farmer had a dog. Now I don't know. I'm torn. It, it could be either. There was a farmer had a dog and Bingo was his name. Oh. Goodness okay. gracious. Okay. Uh, so I think I think the phrasing of the first part, there was a farmer had a dog, is that what we're trying to do here is t- to describe the dog, right? The dog is owned by the farmer. Let's talk about the dog. Yes. That's kind of what I'm getting out of it, right? Yes. There was a farmer had a dog, because otherwise the dog is irrelevant to, to the actual to, description. To the right. There's there's no point to bring up the dog other than that we will be talking about the dog. If we're talking about the farmer, why bring up the dog? Now, bringing up the farmer in the case of the dog makes sense because we understand dogs as a type of property. Somebody owns the dog. The farmer owns the dog, right? So the studio, uh, the the audience has handed me the, the bingo thing that they looked up. And there was an original song to bingo. Versus the the version we have now. Okay. Is it darker? The original song goes, The farmer's dog left over the stile. His name was Little Bingo. The farmer's dog left over the stile. His name was Little Bingo. B with an I, I with an N, N with a G, G with an O. His name was Little Bingo. B-I-N-G-O. His name was Little Bingo. The farmer loved a good cup of ale. He called it rare good stingo. The farmer loved a good cup of ale. He... Called it Rare Good Stingo. Okay, so what I'm gathering from that is the song is about the farmer, but it's describing the things the farmer enjoys, one of which is the dog dog named named Bingo. Bingo. Little Bingo. Little Bingo. Okay, so according to our super accurate historical research, the (laughs) dog is named Bingo. The dog is named Bingo. The dog is named Bingo. Final answer? I think so. There's also one about the farmer... Loved a pretty young lass and gave her a wedding ringo. A wedding ringo. A wedding ringo. Wedding ringo. R I N G O. 
R with an I, I with an N, N with a G, G with an O. I mean, this song, maybe we could turn it into a sea shanty. Those are all the rage lately. Oh, yeah. The farmer's dog left over the stile, and his name was Little Bingo. B to the I, I to the N, N, N to, to the G, G, G to the O. o. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Anyways. <laughs> all right. So I think we've come to our conclusion on that one. Bingo is, in fact, the name of the dog. The dog. Bingo is the dog. Bingo is the dog. Bingo is not the farmer. I believe it's your turn now, John. Okay. This one comes from Nate. I I know of Nate. I, I, okay. I've met Nate a few times. I've played some games so, with Nate. He also happens to be the cousin of my girlfriend. Yes. Nate is Libby's cousin. However, we did, we did meet Nate before. We met Libby through an ex-relationship of his. This one comes from Nate. This one comes from Nate. And he said... Soft or hard shell taco? There's a very simple answer here. There is a very simple answer here. And the correct answer is soft shelled taco. Yes. Soft shelled grilled chicken taco. Hell to the yes. A little bit of ranch in there. Del Taco, shout out to the time that me and Michael went. Oh, yes. Please with $20 in our pocket. So basically, what happened was it was when. Uh, Michael was an adult. I was a teenager. We were living in a house up in Bountiful um, with our right. mother. And they went off to get dinner. And our mother gave us $20 to have dinner. So me and Michael were hanging out. And we were all like, where do we want to get dinner? And we were all like, oh, you know what sounds delicious? Del Tacos, uh, Chicken Soft Tacos. Right. It was on a Tuesday. It was Taco it was on Tuesday. A, it was on a Thursday. Uh, was it on a Thursday? It was on a Thursday. Okay. Either and way, so, the tacos were discounted that day, and that's so yeah, what, that's so why we had the idea. On Tuesdays... I would the, like to make a correction. The rest of the family had not gone to dinner, and I don't know why Mom gave us $20, but I do remember... They went somewhere. It is important to the story when we get back with all these tacos. Yes, yes it is. You are correct. They are home when, when we get back with all these tacos. No, they arrived home. Yeah, yeah. But they went somewhere, wasn't sure when they'd be back, and so they gave us 20 bucks for dinner. Right. That was basically it. And so we go to this Del Taco. We walk in. We ask the cashier, how many chicken soft tacos can we get for $20? And that's when we discovered that they were on a discount. For oh, $20. You're right. We didn't know they were discounted until yeah, we got there. Yeah, because it was a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And so we we're like, oh, that's funny. And I, so I think they came out to $0.89 cents each. Yeah, about $0.89 cents each. And so we ended up with 33 chicken soft tacos for 20 bucks. I don't think it was 33. It I was think it was 24. It was 33. Then they were cheaper than 89 cents. Yeah. I don't remember how cheap they got it for us, but we came home with 33 chicken soft tacos. Yep. At that point, John and I decide we're going to start chowing down on our 33 chicken soft tacos, right? Yeah. At which point our mother decides, hold on. How the hell do you guys get 33 chicken soft tacos and we get none? And so she made us share our $20 worth, worth of chicken of, soft tacos. Yep. Made us share them, which is a shame because John and I, we've got big, we got big tummies. We can eat a lot. Big tum-tums. So, yeah. The, the answer there, definitely soft tacos. So much less of a mess. They were about 60 cents each. That sounds right to me. I, I basically just divided 20 by 33. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. They're they're like fifty nine cents each. All right. Yeah. So yeah. 
Soft, soft tacos soft, soft, soft are way better. Are way better. They don't crumble in your hands. They much less of a mess much from less all of the a mess. Ta- the the fillings from your sandwich sliding out the back. Back to the sandwich. Anyway, naturally, we already discussed yes. that tacos are a sandwich. Yes, we did. You are right. Anyway, so yeah, it's much easier to maneuver and hold and make sure that nothing falls out and soft shell. Gotta soft go shell. With the soft shell. Gotta go with the soft shell. All right. Okay. Next question. Also taco related. Also taco related. This question comes to us from our cousin Alicia. Um, this is Alex's little sister, but not to diminish Alicia, she is awesome in her own right. It's okay, Alicia. I've been there. I know how that feels. Yep. So this one comes from our cousin Alicia. Who wins in a fight? A taco or a grilled cheese sandwich? For the record, both sandwiches. A taco? Because that taco's bring bringing that Latin heat. I was going to say... I had to make that joke. I had to make that I joke. I was going to say a taco because it's beefier. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Taco brings so much more to the fight. Kay. Especially... Do we need to clarify, though, is this a hard shell or a soft shell taco? Yes, I was about to say, especially if it's a soft shell. Because if it's a hard shell, it'll crumble. That's right. If it's a hard shell taco, it crumbles and loses all the filling. Yes, but if soft it's a soft shell, shell taco. That shit's resilient. That's right. Grilled cheese, I think, will hold its own. Yes, it will. Okay. It will, it will be one hell of a fight. It, it's going to be a, a fight for the ages. But I do think the taco has this one. Taco does. I Taco agree. definitely wins this one. And I don't know that I have any more to say about it than that. Yeah. I, it's I, a I, very I, specific question. Yes. It's hard to... I don't know enough more. about fighting to go into details. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on to the next question. Next question. This one comes from Carissa, who is the wife to our cousin Hunter... Hunter is the younger brother of Weston, and Carissa is the younger sister of Sonara. That's right. <laughs> so that doesn't diminish either of them. They're both fantastic people. I love and adore both of them. They're f- fabulous. But anyway, this one comes from Carissa. And the question is, pancakes or waffles? Okay, so this one is a difficult question for me. For starters, I don't like pancakes. And I like waffles only a little bit more than I like pancakes. I'm in the same exact boat. That is to say, neither of them are my first choice ever. Yes. If, Agreed. Now, my 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 family uh, tends to enjoy breakfast for dinner. And by my family, I mean my wife tends to enjoy breakfast for dinner. So every once in a while, we will have breakfast for dinner, and my choices are waffles or nothing. So at that point, I will eat waffles. Waffles aren't that bad. Yes. They're not great. Never no. going to be my first choice. No. Not that bad. When it comes to breakfast foods, I would much rather just have like eggs and bacon. Yes. Eggs yes. and bacon. Eggs, bacon. So. Maybe some sausage, but it depends. May- oh, no, I love sausage. I, I would take sausage over bacon, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on how the bacon's cooked for me. <clears throat> okay, uh, crispy bacon or soft bacon? I don't want to crunch bacon, you know. I want a good, like... You want a firmness to it? I want a firmness to it, but I, it still has that give of soft, you know? A good okay. a good medium, you know? Okay, so, so it's so not, I like, want... flimsy, but it yes. doesn't crunch. 
Yes. So I want the red parts to have crunch to it, but the fattier parts to still have that chewy quality to them. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I think I disagree with you. Okay. I would rather have it be all soft and flimsy and stuff or the whole thing crunches. I don't think I want anything in between. Interesting. Right? It's kind of funny that we disagree on that one. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I like the bacon cooked just enough that it starts to like curl and stuff, uh-huh. but it's still flimsy and floppy and stuff. I like mm-hmm. that, but I also like the crunchy bacon. Okay. I think if I had to pick between the two, I'd rather have flimsy. Okay. But I don't think I want anything in between. Okay. Interesting. And so when it comes, going back to the pancakes versus waffles, I'm yes. in the same boat. Both of them are just, ugh, you know, like... It, they're not the best thing, you know. Mm-hmm, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're they're not the best choice. But when it comes to the question of pancakes versus waffles, I'll choose the waffles. Right. Because pancakes, I don't know. Pancakes just never. Really pancakes. To me. Pancakes have the same problem for me that cake does. It's too dry. There we go. Right? Yeah. And like you can soak it in syrup, but all but that then, does is make uh, it a sticky dry. Yeah, sticky dry, and it's so sugary after a while. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Waffles, on the other hand, are cooked in a way that it's fairly uniform throughout, and you're not going to get any of that spongy dryness. Yeah, and it gives you. I I do enjoy the crunch of waffles. I prefer a crunchier waffle. I think I do too. While we're on breakfast foods, how do you like your toast cooked? How do I like my toast cooked? Yeah, a nice gold, nice nice gold, gold like uh, almost like. Like a good golden brown. Okay, so so are we talking like low to medium setting? We're talking you bite into it and you just, you, you feel that like crunch at first and then just that itty bitty little give right in the middle. Okay, okay, I can I can get behind that. I do like it a little bit more. Uh-huh. I don't want to feel like I'm breaking chunks off of my toast. Okay, but I do like the crunchiness of a like a well cooked piece of toast. I want yeah. it browned. I don't want it like the golden, like you were saying, and I don't want it black. I want it browned. I do like a good crunch with my toast. Right. I like a good crunch. I, I like it browned, right? Yes. Which leads me to my next question. We can I can talk about breakfast foods uh-huh. all day, okay? Next question, and I guess this isn't so much breakfast foods. This is just general bread question. White or wheat? Depends on what I'm having it with. Wrong answer. Ouch! Um, I really enjoy um, wheat bread, but white has this, I want to say, sweetness quality to it. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. White bread is very sweet. And I am a sucker for sweet foods like we've discussed in the past. I think most of the time when I choose bread, it's mm-hmm. white. Okay. So I'm a wheat kind of guy. Uh-huh. Uh, wheat is my first choice all the time, every time. The only time I'm going to have white bread, and mind you, I will never have white bread on a sandwich because white bread on a sandwich is gross. The only time I will have white bread is when we are out of wheat bread and I want toast. But you know what makes an even better toast than either of those? What's that? Sourdough. Yeah, yep. I knew Sourdough it. bread. Sourdough man. bread. Oh man, I love So good as toast. I love sourdough toast. Sourdough toast is where it is at. Yep. Yep. And you know what makes a better sandwich than either of those? Rye, Rye. bread. 
Yeah. Rye bread. Rye. Yep. Rye. Oh, man. Uh. There's so much nuance to bread. I love it. Mm, Bread. On the topic of bread. Okay. Do you want to hear one of my favorite snacks? Yes. Go ahead. Just a regular, like, roll. Okay. Mm. No butter on it or anything. Just just a roll, especially one of those ones with like a, a harder outside. Uh huh. Okay, because then I can eat it and I feel like I'm a peasant in England in 1100. Getting your ration just, of bread. Right, just getting my ration of bread, and I'm like, this is the only thing I'm gonna eat today, and it, honestly, that mindset makes it taste so, so good, much better, so good. Uh. I love it. I love it. Or like next to like a really hearty stew. Yes. You know? Oh man. I, I love rolls. I love rolls, dude. Rolls are so good. Yeah. Right. So unfortunately we're out of questions. We are out of questions. Participate more. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Just go ahead and call out our listeners. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. So unfortunately, yeah, we're out of questions. Would you like to debate more food? Because I feel like we could debate food. You know, with the debate over, I feel like I know I talked about in the last episode, mm-hmm. mental health. Two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. You asked me if I wanted to talk more about my girlfriend. Right. Yes. And then you sprinkled little tidbits in throughout the episode. Yes. And she's been sitting here listening to us record, and you have yet to actually talk about her. Uh, real quick clarifying question for myself. Okay. Is this going to be a debate topic? No. <laughs> okay. What, so, what will you debate about me about my know. girlfriend? I don't know. Whatever position you took, like any statement you made, I was just going to take the opposite st- opposite stance. See if where you it took really want to try and debate me talking about my girlfriend, go ahead. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> anyway, so first I'm going to talk about how me and her met. And you guys never actually met. Rude. <laughs> Anyway, this debate thing is not going well for me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so it started off with the game Among Us that got really popular, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, really started getting into it, and then we found a group of people who started really getting into it, and we all started playing together. Which, by the way, I think almost all of that group listens to this podcast. Uh, we should play a game again, guys. I. No, I seriously, the other day, I hopped on Among Us and just joined a rando game, and I was just like, this isn't fun without my people. Uh So, uh, if you're listening to this, let's play. Go ahead, John. Anyway, so, we met through the game Among Us, through mutual friends, and we all started playing together, had a bunch of fun. There was one night that the only people playing were me, you, and her... And you eventually went off to bed. So it was just me and her. And we started talking and discussing. We started like... So the first time we actually started like talking, talking was in regards to the podcast. Right. In first episode, I talked about this girl that, you know, I felt like things were going good or whatnot. They did not go good. And so basically the first time uh, Libby talked to me was being all like, oh, I'm here for you. You know, I'm... And so the next time there was just me and her talking, we started talking about issues with relationships, bad stuff that we had, you know, just like different things that just wasn't working. And and it was her who made the joke about getting married. And then 
it turned into less of a joke about going out. And she's like, okay, let's go out. Let's go out on a date. I'm serious. This is serious. We're not joking anymore. We're not joking anymore. I'm not playing around. We're going on a date. And I went, damn, okay. Like, perfect for an introvert me, who's shy as all hell. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. And then we really started talking over the weekend. And started to set up a date. And then Corona. Rona. The Rona. Well, I mean, you guys started talking way after the pandemic started. Yes, way after the pandemic started. It was was in... This was in November. Yes. I know the timeline of your relationship better than you do. Yes, it was in November. It was in November. It was in November. Well, okay, so I remember this specifically because you and I carpooled um, out to go shooting with our family, right? Yes. And on our way back, you were showing me something on your phone and a message from her popped up. Uh Uh-huh. And I was just like, you want to tell me something, John? Yes, in November. And we started trying to set up a date and it just wasn't working. And we eventually figured something out that we could finally meet up and... There's a lot of uh, phone calls and video chats. There still are in the times that we can't see each other for mm-hmm. quarantining because uh, circumstances that have made it difficult with right. what I do for work and the risk of me contracting a going, disease. Yeah, and contracting the it. disease. I take a lot of precautions to make sure that I'm as safe as I can at work. Right. You know, and everything. Right. But, you know, it's 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 safety. You know, you just got to make sure. Eventually, one day, I just went, okay, you're my girlfriend now. You, that's that's how it is. Like, and she proceeded <laughs> to ask me, wait, does that mean you're my boyfriend? I'm like, I sure hope it does. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty great. Really kind, loving. Uh, this is the part where I debate. Are you sure about those? St- no. <laughs> yes, it's a little overwhelming for me sometimes. <laughs> I'm not used to love and affection. We know. <laughs> As discussed in mental health episode. <laughs> yes, yes. Anyway, it's going really well. It's fantastic. I'm really happy. It's really nice. Good, um, good. I'm, re- I'm really happy for you both. You more than her, because obviously, like, you lucked out. Oh, yeah, no, but, I, uh, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really great. That's good. It's really That's nice. Good. Uh, you know, I uh, in 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 the last year I've went through so many changes. I've mm-hmm. lost a lot of weight in the last year. I got the new job that I have. I'm not living with one of my parents. It's right. My life's really coming together. That's good, and man. Making me feel like I'm actually an adult now, and now I have an adult relationship. <laughs> so it's just it's it's real nice. That's good. I'm really, really happy good. for you, man. You've grown a lot. I'm proud of you. How are things with you? How are you doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I mean, things are good. It's not like anything really <laughs> changes for me anymore. Like, I'm, I'm married. I have a kid. I go to work. I sometimes take naps. Oh, it's not so nice. Naps are great, man. I may take many naps. Yeah. No, it's good. I don't know, man. There's not really anything exciting in my life to talk about. So we might just have to make this a short episode. I feel like I had a mini rant somewhere. You have, in in our topics, you have 
Michael's rant about publication order. Do you want to go on that rant? Yes, I, I, I can definitely go on that rant. I can go on that rant about any time. Yes, I don't remember um, what it was originally that put this on the list. Marvel. Marvel. That's right. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Marvel as, as the example because that's, that's easy for people to relate to. Okay? Now, there are lists out there. If, if you Google Marvel watch order, okay, I'm pretty sure the top list will put that order in chronological order according to when the movies take place. This is the wrong order to watch them in. 100% the wrong order. You should always consume media in the order it was published. Let me back up and, and explain to you why I'm so strong on this particular stance. Okay? I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with Isaac Asimov. He was a sci-fi writer in the 50s and the 60s. Okay. Okay. Probably his, his most recognizable title is iRobot, um, because that's, as far as I'm aware, the only one of his that's been made into a movie. Okay. Uh, the movie is nothing at all like the books. At all. Okay. Isaac Asimov has his robot series. Uh-huh. That's what got me into Asimov in the first place, is his robot series. Starts okay. with Caves of Steel, and there's two other books in the series. Okay. Right? If you want to read them, they're fantastic reads. Um, they definitely read like something out of the 50s, though. So oh, okay. I, I tried rereading them not even like a month ago, and I couldn't get through the first chapter because the prose is just so dry, which actually makes sense for the story because it's a, it's a detective story. Okay. Isaac Asimov's robot series, they are what are considered locked door mysteries. So what that means is that a murder happens inside of a room. The door is locked. There are no windows. The door is locked from the inside. There are no windows, right? Okay. So how did the murder happen? It's essentially just an easy way to describe a mystery that seems impossible to solve or that seems to impossible to have happened in the first place. Uh-huh. Right? So fantastic books. Like I said, detective books. Uh, it's a really dry prose, but that might be a good thing for, for a detective story. Really good books. Now, what brought me to this publication order problem is his Foundation series, which is okay. a sci-fi series that takes place like 10,000 years in the future. Okay. Like a long time in the future. And at this point, humans have colonized the entire galaxy. Oh, damn. Okay. Okay. Now, the Foundation series were written a little bit out of order. Not on purpose, though. What happened is Isaac Asimov wrote the first three books. So there is uh, Foundation, Second Foundation, and I believe it's Forward the Foundation, but I could I could be wrong about that. His Foundation series... He wrote those three. That was the series. And he realized towards the end of his writing career that none of his books necessarily contradict each other. So he's got he's got the three three main series and a bunch of short stories. Okay. They're all sci fi. So he's got the robot series, the foundation series, and I wanna say it's called the Empire series. I don't know. I never read that one. He realized he could tie all of his series together into one big arc, one big storytelling arc. Okay, then. Okay. Uh, this is actually where Brandon Sanderson got the idea. Oh, really? To tie all of, a bunch of his series together into the same 
big long story arc. Okay, then. But Brandon Sanderson does it much better because he knew this going into it. Yes. Isaac Asimov decided towards the end of his career that he could do it. Ah. And so he wrote two prequels to Foundation. Okay, then. And two sequels to Foundation. Okay. And those prequels and sequels will tie in the other series and stuff. Um, and also provide a bit of explanation and and uh, loose end tying for some some problems in the Foundation series itself. Okay. Now, when I was looking online to figure out what the first book was, came across the the most popular question around the series that I could find online is, what order do you read these books in? And the internet itself seems pretty split 50-50 on chronological or publication order. Okay. Right? So it sounded to me like it, it wouldn't matter what order I read them in. Now, just for the listener's sake, I will be giving some uh, some spoilers for the Foundation series. If you would like to read it, go ahead and skip ahead ten minutes or so. Maybe not even that long. Five minutes or so. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not want spoilers, I'm just John? joking. I'm just okay. joking. So, yeah. I, I am going to give some spoilers here to uh, explain why I'm so frustrated. For the listeners, I started covering my ears to make a joke about not getting it spoiled. Yes. Right. So, internet seemed pretty 50-50 split, chronological or publication order. So, I decided to go with chronological order. Okay. The the order that the books take place in, not the order they were written in. Uh Uh-huh. The first two books are prequels, and they follow the life of a man named Harry Seldon. Harry Seldon is the founder of this field of mathematics that can be used to predict the future. Ooh, that sounds pretty cool. it doesn't predict, like, small-scale events or anything like that. It's about long, overarching historical events. With Harry Seldon's field of mathematics, which I want to say is called psychohistory, he predicts the fall of, of the Galactic Empire... And figures out through mathematical computations that if a particular society is set up in a particular way, it will be the birthstone of a second galactic empire. They're the birthplace of a second galactic empire. Uh-huh. Right? And then, in the second book, he has this niece or something that begins to develop these, like, psychic powers. Okay. Um, she can essentially influence people in small ways to kind of get them to think a certain way or whatnot, right? Interesting. Right. So this is his way of tying up one of the loose ends, but it happens in a prequel. Uh-oh. Right. And so that's when Harry Seldon works into his mathematical formulas that he can actually set up two foundations to increase the chances of the second empire succeeding. Interesting. Now, in the second book of the original trilogy, okay, then. called called Second Foundation, yeah, there are some weird things that happen that should throw off the mathic- mathematical formulas that Harry Seldon laid out for Foundation to succeed. Okay. However, one of our characters notices. Wait a second, we're back on track with that formula, even though these events that happened should have completely thrown it off. Uh Uh-huh. We're back on track. How did this happen? And it's this big mystery that takes up a good portion of the book. Come to find out 
There is a second foundation filled with these people that have these psychic abilities to alter people's minds. And it's this big reveal that is completely fucking ruined if you, you read, read the, the prequels, prequels first. first. Right? I it's, see. It's this huge reveal in the books, and to me it's like, I already knew this. Uh-huh. I already knew this because I read the prequels. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it honestly pissed me off so much, I almost didn't finish the series. I did, and it was worth finishing because of the way the sequels tie in the robot series. But anyways, it pissed me off so much, I will no longer consume media outside of publication order. I see. So when I went back and, you know, after watching Endgame, realized, hey, maybe I should watch, watch all the, of the, the Marvel series. Ones. Yeah. I watch them in publication order. Which they should be, which is a good idea for the Marvel movies Which is as well. the best way to consume them. Yes. Because when, when Tony Stark and, and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff start the Avengers Initiative, it's a big exciting moment, right? Yes. Whereas if you go back and watch Captain America first, or even Captain Marvel, especially Captain Marvel, especially Captain Marvel, you know that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are already a thing. Yeah. Right? There's already that section of government that is working with super superheroes. Yes. And so it can kind of be a little anticlimactic when Tony Stark is like, let's start the Avengers initiative. Because you already know that the government's working with these superheroes. Well, yeah, it wasn't Tony who started it, but it was Nick Fury who approached him and was all like, I have this Avengers initiative. Right, but it's not nearly as exciting. You're the Marvel expert. It's not nearly as exciting as like having you know at the end of Iron Man, Nick Fury shows up and is all like, "Hey, I have this thing I'm thinking about doing. There's not much about it." Right. There's also other stuff that, if you watch chronologically, doesn't make sense as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like a few events in. I'm trying to remember which one it was. But there's there's a few there's a few that don't quite make sense and like Endgame where where where, where are you supposed to put that one when everyone travels back when it, I'm just joking that's a joke <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's, that's funny anyway but yeah there's there's the whole reason that I I hate when people suggest that you read something in chronological order rather than publication order is because even if the author or the producer did not intend for it to happen, there will be spoilers in the later published but earlier chronological works. Uh, another great example, Star Wars. It's not nearly as big as a reveal, Darth Vader. Darth Vader isn't nearly as big as a reveal. If oh, you, if yeah. You, if you watch yeah, the that would first, absolutely ruin you know? that. Because, like, you're like, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I guess that, that's that's another really good example. <laughs> Watch them in publication order, not in chronological order. The Hobbit. There's a few things that happen in The Hobbit that make references to Lord of the Rings, and you would be very confused. Are there? I yeah. don't remember. Yeah. There's a few. There's a lot that happens in The Hobbit movies. Did you I ever read the books? The last one. I haven't watched the last Hobbit movie. Oh, you haven't? It's actually no, really good. I need to. I actually, I love the Hobbit movies. I know that there's a lot of contention there with Lord of the Rings fans saying that, you know, the Hobbit is not a good movie series. 
I would actually argue that the Hobbit movie series improved upon the book so much. I actually did not like the Hobbit as a book. Really? Oh, yeah. I couldn't get into it. Lord of the Rings, I got into a little bit better. But yeah, I did not enjoy the Hobbit as a book. Very interesting. Yep. So there's there's my rant about publication order. If you would like, we can call the episode here. We are over the hour mark. Okay. So let's go ahead and uh, give our little outro. Sounds good. I don't have an ad for this one. Oh. I don't okay, know then. how to share our podcast with your friends and family. Yay. End of Great ad. times. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. We really appreciate your support. If you have anything that you would like to say, you can contact us. The best way to do that is through email. Our email is brothersonatangent at gmail.com. We also have our Facebook page, Brothers on a Tangent, as well as our subreddit, r slash Brothers on a Tangent. I would actually like to get the subreddit going. Like, there have been a few posts. How Okay, there have been four posts total. Uh, half of those are my own. I don't know. Maybe maybe we should start, like, discussion posts on them. Maybe I'll start posting all the episodes there and having discussions with people on them and, and whatnot. Because maybe that's a little bit less of an intrusive format trying to talk to us. Because I can understand sending an email just to say one or two things might be intimidating. I decided to look at the subreddit because I haven't. Great A meme. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank I d- you for I did that share, meme. I, I did share a meme love it. on the subreddit. Uh, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Uh, oh. But yeah, I just like I think it would be cool if we get the subreddit like really going as a, a hub of discussion around the podcast. So that would be cool. Anything else you'd like to add, John? I don't think so. Yeah, you you summed it up. Cool. Guess, Appreciate you know? it. Once again, thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day, and we will talk at you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.